So you got to find your tribe. You got to find the group that works for you. And sometimes they are not going to be in the same room. Okay, y'all, it is the end of December, and that is the international signal to think about everything you wish you would have done, could have done, and what you love that you did. So let's get into it. Who wants to get started and tell me about your year in review? Rich, you're it. (laughs) (laughs) I got volunteered. I started out November last year trying to start a new thing, a new consulting thing, helping guys get, get into this business and help. People do this business and all the tricks I know about the tech part of this, running this business and things like that. Um, after the first of the year started, I kind of got sidetracked and that went by the wayside. So about mid-February, that's about as far as I went with that because um, re- my regular promo business is, was busy and it's been busy ever since. Um, since then, I've gotten pretty good at doing the content and stuff for that regular business and not for the side hustle thing. So. And I don't, and I'm going to revisit the side hustle thing next year, but for now it's just, I've just been catching up. So, cause I've been kind of swamped. We're back to pre 2020 numbers, which is good. So that's kind of where I'm at. Do you feel like there were any, was anything that you would have changed? Oh shit. Yeah. I would have <laughs> found FedEx trucks and burned them down and all kinds of stuff, I had tons <laughs> of problems this year. but that's all stuff that's out of my control. So you just gotta, gotta deal with it. I mean, my business is making promises for other people and that sucks, but that's the way it is. So I, uh, so yeah, things I would have changed. I would have tried to ship earlier, tried to get people to do stuff earlier and who knows what. So, but there's, you know, there's all kinds of things like that. You second guess yourself. Um, no regrets though. I mean, we, the stuff we came through on, we came through, so it worked out. I wish I would have found, I wish I would have found my VA faster, but that's, but that's okay. So that would be a win for the year for you though, right? The VA? Yeah, sure. Yeah. I keep, <laughs> I, I was editing the last one last night and we keep talking about it, but I'm afraid I'm going to jinx it by saying how good he is because he's, I don't know. It's it's like the kind of thing that it's something falls out of the sky like that and then you just get hurt. Okay, Icarus. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, you've had quite the year. Lord knows I have. Yes. Um, my, uh, my 2022 started in 2021. So, uh, mid mid summer is when the, uh, election cycle started for me. It really didn't pick up until February. So, you know, I spent most of this year just running for office, uh, you know, knocking on doors, kissing babies, uh, you know, uh, writing editorials, raising money, raising money and raising money. <clears throat> and so that, you know, it, in and of itself, that's really what my creative outlet was, uh, this whole time. I was my own campaign manager. Really. I had, a you know, hundreds of volunteers that, that helped get the word out, but ultimately it was my responsibility to get, um, all my messaging done. And every word that came out was mine. So, um, and then, you know, in November 8th and thereafter, the slow trickle of finding out that I lost by less than 1%. (laughs) So, um, and I think, you know, I said at the last um, episode, I said, you know, yay. Um, 
you know, I wanted to win. I did. But, uh, you know, ultimately, uh, this is was, was not in the cards for me. So I am moving on to other things. And that other things is putting myself back on track to me being creative in the Disney space. So 2022 is over and good riddance. Okay. Who am I going to pick on next? I'd, I'd like to hear some of the creator goals that, that, that we started the year with and kind of what happened to them. Um, anybody want to volunteer? I can speak to that if you want. There has been a sort of pivot in what I'm doing this year. Uh, so at the end of uh, last year, I literally just hit the monetization level on YouTube at the end of the year. It was like a quarter to midnight or something was when I actually got to that uh, thousand subscriber mark. Um, and so that was from sort of middle of May until uh, until the end of the year. That's how long that sort of took. And I talked in the end of year episode about, you know, that I'd been able to monetize the channel before that. I mean, YouTube monetization, as we know, is not something that's going <laughs> to give you a living or anything like that in any in any great hurry. But it was sort of a sort of milestone along the way. Um, so in the past year, though, my YouTube subscribers have gone up another 3,000. So I'm just coming up to 4,000 now. Um, but there's been a sort of change in my uh, sort of a, my thinking of this. I was always thinking of YouTube as being sort of uh, the center of everything that I was then, you know, intending to be posting on other platforms and things like that to send people to my YouTube. Whereas over the past 12 months, there's basically been a shift to uh, I'm totally all about the the courses is the primary focus and the consultation side of stuff. I mean, that's what I was doing before in any case with the consultations. That's where I sort of managed to monetize the before monetization. Um, but that's been definitely more of a focus this time. Still wanting to produce the same content on YouTube as well to direct people into that. So I've just had a bit of a shift in my uh, uh, my sort of priorities. And then obviously uh, a Discord server. I felt like I've neglected that for the past couple of weeks a little bit. So I need to sort myself out with that in that respect uh, going forward. But um, yeah, I don't regret anything that's happened. <laughs> I don't regret anything that's happened in the past um, uh, year or so. I did have a few things, you know, a few curveballs come to me uh, throughout the year that uh, sort of slow me down or whatever. But uh, again, it's just a case of we talked about priorities in the last episode as well. Those things had to take priority. So uh, no regrets at all. And just really pleased actually with the way things have progressed uh, for, you know, take one tech and being able to carve out more time and making a conscious effort to carve out more time for it. So uh, I feel it's been a, a positive year for me in that respect from a content creation point of view. How about you, Michelle? Well, oh my goodness. I've had an interesting year. Uh, definitely have had some channel growth with my channel and with my brand, uh, my branding business. It was interesting in that when I started, you know, like the end of the year last year, I don't think I quite got to 100, uh, 100 subscribers yet, or maybe I was maybe close to it. And since then, um, I did Vlogmas, I did Veda, it took me a long time to finish Veda. And I am, these are, you know, uh, times when we really put out a lot of content. And I noticed a bump in growth when I had more content coming out. And it was interesting. It was hard. It was really hard to do, but I was able to hone my skills, figure out like what I was doing with shorts um, and to, to the point where, I, you know, I'm like, oh, okay, this is pretty, this is pretty good, but I, I know I could keep going further. And then, then when I crossed over 200 things, the growth started happening quicker. 
But, you know, I think the first, that first hundred or 200, oh my God, it's so hard. And it was really, really, um, things just started happening faster. Um, what are some of the other things that I, um, that I did? Oh, uh, I published two courses, one on my WordPress site and one in Kajabi and had, you know, sales with both, which, <laughs> you know, it's like after you have a baby, it's like, oh, do you like my baby? And yeah, so people liked my baby, which is nice. I really like that. Um, what else? Uh, I've learned quite a bit. And of course, working with you guys. Hello, that's a cherry on top, I think. Um, because it was difficult before when I really didn't have anyone to like bounce ideas off of, even though we were a part of a bigger collective, it just wasn't, you know, I just, I'm just grateful that, that this happened this year. And so, you know, that was the biggest thing for me. Now, did you have those courses in your goals for 2022? Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. I did. And the book? Oh my Which God. Yeah. I forgot about that. I, I, published, <laughs> I published two books. <laughs> I forgot about that. <laughs> so yeah. There's our overachiever. <laughs> Good job. Good job. Um, Kiels? You know, I was thinking about coming into this episode and what I was going to prepare about what I was going to talk about. And I really, if there was one word I would just describe in 2022 with, it's chaos. It was just such a chaotic year. And I've gone back into my ClickUp because I've I've used the full focus method and I had a yearly thing and I just pulled it up to see like, oh, what did I decide I was going to do with my annual goals this year? And I can tell where I had stopped trying to modify things in order to keep tune with everything that was changing because everything changed. And it seemed it was not even month to month. It was week to week. Everything was just changing and so I guess I'd say that the, the biggest wins that I had were like Alec, I achieved monetization on FH Empires on YouTube. That happened for me in March. And what I've just really noticed for that channel, for me, is that the growth has just been nice and steady. It is so linear, it's not even funny. It's like clockwork. I, I could tell you right now when I'm going to reach 5,000 subscribers. I can give you like probably within a few days of when it's going to happen because that is how predictable my growth is. And I like that. I'm, I'm okay with that because I have a really nice engagement ratio. I have a really nice stream attendance ratio. My average view durations are really nice. Like it, it, I'm like, okay, I'm doing really well with that stuff. And for where that is in my sort of customer journey, it's working out really nicely. People come into the into my Discord server and say, well, I've been watching your streams for three years. I'm like, what? Who are you? Why don't I know you yet? Like, why, why is this just happening now? But they've been around for that long. And that's how long it takes to build the trust for them to even come into the server. And then after a few weeks, they say, so I've been thinking about the membership, but I'm still not really sure. I'm like, wow, like this is really hard to get you to put a ring on it. Like this is, this is a lot of work, but it's worth it because the relationships that I'm building with these people are fantastic. What I learned about what I need to do better with FH umpires is make that the content that I'm putting out in terms of educational materials, I have to focus on the evergreen 
So I did quite a few workshops earlier in the year and then shifted that to evergreen courses by the end of the year. So I've got another one coming out in January, but I, I published one in November and I'm happy with that. And I'm happy with that shift. And I know that through the workshops, I figured out what I needed to do for actual evergreen stuff. So that was good. Discord for creators though, is a real challenge for me because I'm starting at the beginning again. And I don't think it should be the beginning. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm putting the same pressure to already be monetized, to already be selling courses to people, to already know what kind of content that they need, to already have a community built out. I think it should be exactly the same as FH Empires, despite the fact it's only been going for 10 months. And I realize that a lot of the missteps that I've made with Discord for Creators has been because I've put those same expectations, that same orientation onto that business. And maybe that's the problem with having two creative enterprises going at the same time, <laughs> which everybody says you shouldn't do. And yet for some reason I thought I could handle it. Maybe I can, you know, we're, we're still going to try, but the chaos of the year is really down to all of the really quick mistakes I made in everything and how much I learned and I am going to be taking a nice week with some, you know, nice, a nice bottle of red and just curling up in bed and thinking, thinking about how I am going to simplify what I'm doing with both of those businesses. Cause I'm, I'm trying to do too much. I have this pressure to do too much on myself and it's not working. So that's going to be, my steadiness. So this is good for me to have to take an inventory of what happened in 2022 and not do it again. <laughs> Basically. Does that sound optimistic enough? I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> that was a lot. Um, uh, and you have done a lot. No, 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 no. I'm thinking, I'm just thinking of what I know about your year and it was a lot this year. You, I mean, you had your goals set with just FHU, you know, at the beginning of January. And then what was it like 18 days in all of a sudden DFC was a thing. And it was the thing yeah. that, you know, we all really needed somebody to be the, the doyen of, of discord. So thanks. Thank you for that. But um, Ooh, how did I you like that? How did you, I, I've said it before. Nobody was listening. <laughs> kidding. Um, uh, how did you, did you recalibrate your goals when you added that new big chunk or did you just go with it? To be honest, I think I just went with it. I should have spent more time recalibrating, but part of it was I just, I didn't want to think too hard about it because as someone who I think a lot of us have this over analytical tendency, if I had taken too much time, I would have talked myself out of it. I honestly wouldn't have gone ahead if I'd thought about it because I would have said, you know what? No, FHU is my true heart passion. It's where my career soul is. I should not be distracting myself from that. Nobody can do two things at once. I, I, I th That's where I would have ended up. And every time I have any doubt, that's where my head goes is I shouldn't do it. So every time I think too hard, I'm like... Mm -hmm. I shouldn't do this. Not because I feel like it's a bad idea or I can't, but I can't 
with how badly I want FHU to succeed and all of the ambitions and the plans that I have and all the people that I, that I love in my community that I, I want to bring along that journey. And I want them to be a part of this because of all the things they're going to learn and they're going to be with me. And I just, I don't want to miss that. And I don't want to mess that up. So I think I, I sort of just tumbled headlong into it and then tried to attach the same model of thinking in the same place I was at with FHU that took me a very long time, like over a decade to get to, because I didn't have a group of five amazing people that I could hang out with every week and talk over these plans and things like that, going back to what Michelle said. So I, I'm glad I did it the way I did but it doesn't mean that that wasn't still in part a mistake at the same time. <laughs> so I'm appreciative of the mistakes that I made. I'm, I'm glad I did them when I did them in that business, in the fashion I did them, but I can't do that going forward. It's like, no time to buck up. Big girl panties get pulled up. Let's do it. It's got to happen. Catch 23, baby. <laughs> Catch 23. <laughs> Go ahead. Somebody else can explain why that's a catchphrase now. Okay. <laughs> Alec, I know that you had a bunch of other stuff come up. And uh, this this whole notion of recalibrating goals, I don't think we've ever actually talked about it. I think it's the first time we've used this term together. Did you recalibrate anything when everything came up or did you just go with it as well? Yeah, sure. I, I, I mean, I do <clears throat> like monthly reviews and weekend reviews as well so it's it's always an ongoing recalibration of stuff really and just deciding where priorities are so uh, that always that always factored into it for sure yep and uh and and you know i had a, the the time when for example i created my <laughs> my content distribution plan which i've yet to implement but that came at a very specific point where i said right well i've got to take stock and i've got to come up with a a, a new plan of how i'm going to do things um and now i'm just in the process of implementing that plan so um, that's something as well that I didn't expect to just create it and then just start going with it straight away. It's a case of, uh, you know, habit stacking, which we've talked about before and building these things up. So there's been several points though, throughout the year where I've definitely had to stop, take stock and, uh, and sort of readjust uh, what I was doing and where I was spending my time and things like that. I'm just trying to think of how, how we can help our, our listeners in terms of their goals and, you know, how, how we react. So we've got Keely at one end saying, no, I didn't re recalibrate. I went with it. You've got Alec at the other end that is on it. Um, no offense, Keely, because you know where I sit. I'm kind of over here with you. Um, <laughs> I, I think, I think both are good. I, I, you know, you just, it has to work with your style and, you know, going back to last week's conversations about priorities. Um, it, it, it's okay to go either way, depending on what, what works for you, for your needs. Um, anyone want to jump on that at all? Well, maybe we can flip it around. Cause Dina, you haven't talked about your sort of, um, wh where you ended up over the year. And I do know that you, you just ran with stuff and just like, I'm going to do it. And you pivoted, pivoted, pivoted. You were like a ninja, like, Super, super, that sound effect's going to be so good on the podcast, you guys. You have no idea. So, like, but maybe, Dina, you, sh you should tell everybody how that worked out for you and what's resonated so far with everybody, what they've talked about. 
Um, I'm trying to think of what all of my goals were. I think it was the two that stand out were to have a hundred videos uploaded by June one. And I believe I was supposed to be teaching cooking classes by April 1st. And I think if I was to, to say what one, you know, 2022 was in one word, it would be growth and not subscriber, not view count, not that kind of thing. It's the personal growth because I realized that I don't want to cook, cook, teach cooking classes. Mm. I don't. Um, I love doing the cook-alongs with my community, and that's a whole different thing. Uh, so I'm going to figure something out in that realm for the monetization, because that was that was hitting the monetization checkbox. And it, I, I realized pretty early on that I just didn't want to do that. And rather than just start it and then drop it and let people down... I just didn't do it. And I think I think that's good um, to have recognized that early on and just said, okay, that was nice. Try again. Go do find go find something else. Um, hundred uploads, I didn't hit that on June first. I hit it on December twenty second, I think. It's yeah, that's what it says here, which is tomorrow. That doesn't even make sense. Um, so I I must have just hit a hundred uploads in the last week. So um, I didn't achieve the two big ones and that's okay. I mean, I had a knee replaced and a whole bunch of other things happening and it's more about now me going, okay, what's important? Uh, I recognized that, that the live streams are not growth for me. They don't, they don't have a lot of, you know, view count after the fact, and the community really loves that. So now I know what my community loves. That puts me ahead of a lot of other people. So I feel really good for my community that I know that. What I got to figure out is what's going to attract new people. So um, that will be part of the next episode is talking about, about um, what I'm going to do for 2023. That point you, there you made about personal growth. I mean, aside from any goals that, that I'd set... I've learned a hell of a lot more than I was expecting to this year because of like being a part of this group as well. I mean, I didn't mention that in my thing because it's, it's, a, it's a given, but it would be good to sort of talk about like our whole trajectory as a group as well. Um, but that thing about, you know, talking about what could listeners take from this is to always take stock of like where you were and where you've got to, regardless of like any specific targets or goals that you may have set. You may not m- meet those, but you know, like I say, I've, I've learned a hell of a lot more than I was not intending to, but I expected to this year just by virtue of all the stuff we're doing. So I think that's like a big takeaway from me is uh, that, that sort of stuff, the personal growth aspect that you, you just mentioned, mentioned. So just to sort of echo that really, I suppose. Well, and you know, the one thing that, uh, you know, I've, my wife has said to me has been, you, you've been happier when, you know, you're doing, when you're busy, when you're doing these things, uh, when you're making plans, when you're, you know, I have a lot more friends that I did than two years ago. And that's, you know, here with you folks. And then the people that I've met in my community, I can't go places now. Well, I can go places now, but I bump into people all the time that I wouldn't have done before. So, you know, where I might not have, uh, accomplished everything that I hope to accomplish this year. Um, 
I'm a happier person overall for the journey that I've taken. So let, you know, I take that as, as an ultimate win as a, you know, uh, for the, for the end of the year is that I'm in a better place, uh, you know, in my mind, in my, uh, you know, you know, you know, in my friendships with people that, that I didn't have a couple of years ago. So, and that drives me to want to do more. So I'm in a good place. I know I didn't get everything I I needed to have done done, but at the same time, at the end of the day, I got you folks. I've got a whole new group of people here locally that are going to help me with different things. And that's, uh, that's a win. Yeah. I I think we all came in to it with the goal that, combined, we were, we were, we were going to be able to help shortcut a lot of the mistakes and a lot of the, um, the fumbling around parts and being in the dark by being able to give each other more immediate direct feedback. Like, Oh, I did this thing and it completely didn't work. Don't do that. You know, don't do this program. Don't post this way on YouTube. Don't whatever do, do these things. Um, and I'm interested in hearing as well from you guys, if you felt like that's something that we definitely achieved. I think the biggest part for me is not necessarily learning about the shortcuts, but just because I've learned from all of you how to better, how to better coach other people and and to turn that lens on the other side of it, which has helped me turn the lens to the other side of what I do. So watching, you know, being able to interact with you guys every week for at least an hour. Usually it's more like two, three, four hours a week. We've, for for me, it's been understanding how do you guys look at my businesses and the way that you guys give me feedback is the way that I'm now like, okay, this is what I need to do for myself. And you guys have really taught me how to do that a lot better. And it's one of the things I really appreciate. How do you, how do you guys feel about that? I was able to take feedback that I got from y'all this year, and um, I'm thinking thinking specifically about when I'd get messages like, hey, good stream, or a question after a stream. Uh, I knew that you were watching not only as, you know, people in my community, but as, as um, guardians of the, of the, the brand, so to speak, and... Uh, I, I I could tell when things went better or worse, depending on how many comments I got from y'all after. And what I learned was that you guys like it better when I tell good stories. So I'm 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 going to just assume that that extends to the rest of the audience, the community, and so. That's something I learned from you guys is you didn't even know you were giving me that feedback. It was just, okay, a couple of people said, hey, good job tonight. And I would go back and figure out, okay, what was it that made you guys think that this one was good versus, hey, you know, lighting was off or something like that. So um, thank you for that. I had that same sort of sense of, you know, it's nice to have folks looking out for you where, you know, you get comments back about your audio slightly off in this or have you thought about that or, you know, those kind of things that you know and you know that they're coming from a place of 
care and love. <laughs> so, uh, they're, you know, they're, they're always, always constructive criticisms from people that I respect and, uh, and value the opinions of. So that has just been, yeah, just priceless, really, to have that sort of that feeling of support through, through everything I've been, uh, I've been doing. And then as well, just the, <laughs> the banter and everything like that that goes along with uh, us in the background as well. That's, I mean, it's, yeah, it's not just a case of, oh, I'm in an accountability group. It's really close friends at this stage. So it's uh, it's not it's nice to have sort of built that up over the past year. I feel like as a group we've um I don't know I don't, I don't know if it was sort of like middle of the year or something like that where I just feel like we suddenly became um a lot more I don't know a lot more focused or tighter as a as a group um where we tended to be doing a lot more stuff like the six of us um as opposed to being you know a uh, as part of a sort of uh, you know a coaching group we became more of an accountability and mastermind group uh, and i feel like there was a definite sort of pivot at some point throughout the year where that uh, where that where that happened and i 100% approve <laughs> of that <laughs> i think it's great cuz because then we we're in, we're in a situation we've got two different things going on there's a uh, you know we're part of a coaching group but we're also part of a a, a little mastermind group as well so i think that the two things have separate uh pros and cons and, and benefits and uh, we're getting the best of both worlds i think absolutely i definitely concur um i i to add to that like you can't put a price on Somebody showing up in the Discord server and it's like you hear the chime and it's like, hey, what are they doing? And then it's your friends it's like, yo, what's up? I got this idea. And then we just start talking and then then we flesh stuff out. We might be doing a project or whatever. It's just it's just grown so beautifully. And, you know, to me, that's priceless. What's your view, Rich, on on Catch Twenty Two? Because I, it's funny. Yes, yesterday my wife asked me about like she, I still I clearly hadn't got quite exactly what we we're doing because I said like oh, this morning I'm busy again, and she's like, oh, what what are you doing? And it's like, well, it's the same as every. Th- this is Thursday morning for me. The same as every Thursday morning. I'm recording my podcast. It's like the same thing. Um, but um, I actually went back and found the initial message that you sent to me, Rich, about. Uh, in fact, I think it was to me and Rob. Um, which was, do you guys want to join this <laughs> super top secret accountability group? Um, so what's, what's your thing being, what's your feeling being about this in terms of the evolution of like when you sent out that message and you, I know obviously you and Keely had uh, came up with this together and then you sent that out. What's, I what's don't know thought? why Keely thought, it, I just asked Keely. I don't know why she thought it was, we should bring all you some, some sorry asses. <laughs> <laughs> I was just trying to get. I just, Keely, I just I assumed she, you felt sorry for me. That was I knew, all. I knew I mean, she was going places, and so I wanted to ride her coattails now to the moon. Um, I think it's gone pretty well. We've all managed to stick by it. Um, most every weekend, if we're not every Saturday or Sunday morning or whatever. Um, unless there's something going on, whatever vacations or dog shows or who knows what, but. I don't know. It's really cool, and I think I think what really brought us together was having our own little Discord thing because that kind of started when did that start like december or or before that where you set up docs discord i set it up in december last year so we started sort of right when we talked about 
you know, that, hey, let's think, audition people. And, I yeah. think, you know, not to, not to be plowing about discord all the damn time or whatever, but I just, or I just think that having a place to go show up and be on camera and just, Hey, what are you doing? Hey, what are you doing? Yeah. It's like having instant zoom, you know, I don't want to say zoom, but instant back and forth as opposed to putting a, a Facebook message up and wait for somebody to respond later that day or the next day. I, I think the, the, the instant community connection thing really helped us out. I um, think it's the it way that we're treating it, all treating it like a business. I think that's the, the core thing yeah. as opposed to some people are just sort of, you know, playing Actually, around with it's things. It's not really a out. business. It's, it's more like um, some friends of yours, like we're all in the same neighborhood and the guy across the street has to move a refrigerator and you want to go help him move a refrigerator, that kind of thing. It's not really a business. It's just helping each other do what you have to get done. Well, and and if it means, yeah, but I mean, from the, the, the content creation point of view, I feel like we're all coming at it with more of a business mindset. I suppose that's what I'm, I'm, no, yeah, that. that's probably true. That's probably true. But, um, you know, I'm, I don't watch any other cooking shit, but I love the heck out of watching Dina's thing. And, you know, it's just different things. I, I sit through those umpire things. And it's just for a while. It's the middle of a work day for me. So I can't really commit a lot of time, a lot of time to it, but it's fun. Um, it's fun to know that there's other things going on and you try to be supportive and you know, all that stuff. So I don't know. I, th I think I, it's gone. You know, very, the, the very thing, well. and, and I'm looking forward to keeping on doing it. I hope we don't change the name to C23 though. Cause that would change everything. We've got to redo all these no, no, it's, things. The whole catch 22 is a thing. in. <laughs> <laughs> and by the way, the discord, I think was around about the, the 10th of January because it started off on Facebook messenger. So when I was looking at the things yesterday, it starts off on Facebook messenger. And the first meetup we had was a zoom meetup. <laughs> That's it, it took that long to actually get, you know, you're right. You're yeah, absolutely right. And it was, and we were talking about who's got a zoom account and who's got all this kind of stuff. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. far better. I think some complete jerk was like, <laughs> screw zoom. I have something better. Just trust me. Well, anyway, that was before Rob, you were a Discord. So Did she threaten you with Hemlock? Yeah. Anybody else? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I was going to say, you know, my concern with this really wasn't with you all. It's just that I've seen once, if not twice, a group of people trying to get together to be a creative entity to put out content and they last for a couple of months and then somebody goes and wanders off and does something and, you know, and they all, they all end up splitting and doing their own thing so that that, you know, somebody's wandering the American wilderness in an RV. The other one has got a new relationship, whatever. And those things, they break up, but that one just broke up really quickly. And that one really was supposed to be, a business. So I think if we keep focusing this on just being helpful to other people and, you know, keeping it, I don't want to say keeping it casual because it, you know, sounds like a Tinder thing, but uh, we're, you know, if we just keep it you know, to the level of making those, yes, I don't, do you swipe left or right? I don't know. Really? I don't. <laughs> Um, I think it's right. That's what the kids say. You swipe right if you like it. They if swipe you right like if it, you, you like somebody. It. Okay. But I, you know, I, I, you know, if we keep it on a level of uh, we're helping each other and then we're helping other people by helping each other uh, in that realm, uh, I think we'll be successful. I, you know, I could, you know, we have to admit that this might run its course down the line, 
but we don't know that yet. And at the same, you know, so there's not the same pressures on us to do what we're doing right now as there were on other people. And, and I think that's the important part. Yeah. When I was talking about running as a business, I didn't mean uh, our thing. I meant that us no, individually with our own individual things. Yeah, yeah. But, but when you talk about how serious we are about our businesses, I think each one of us came into this arrangement, this mastermind understanding we had that maturity to know that we needed each other. If we really wanted to progress at the rate that we all wanted to, we needed each other. Like I look around at you lot and I'm like, I can't lose any of you. I need you guys in order to, to, to get to the levels that I want to as quickly as I need to get there with my two businesses. So I am super invested in this working, which means I need to be invested in all of you. I need Michelle's business to bo- to totally take off. I need Rich to do awesome. I need Rob to get back to his Disney blog. I need I need every one of you to to do your thing and to keep growing because that is going to pay back with me as well. And it's not that it's I don't mean it for it to sound selfish or altruistic or either one of those two things. It's just the nature of it that we're doing this together and I think we all knew that coming in. So it was that interconnectivity, not just the whole, oh, I'm in here because it's convenient and then I'm going to leave whenever I feel like it, you know? Well, I just I like having everybody here because I don't want to be a slacker. I don't want to show up next Saturday. What would you do this week? <laughs> Nothing. I didn't do anything. I don't want to be that guy. So I need I need to have this. This this is um, it keeps you accountable. That's duh. That's what we're doing. So I'd like yeah. to make one point here in that, you know, I think it's important for listeners to understand that we you know, even though Rich made that uh, analogy that's like neighbors and somebody moving a refrigerator and Lord knows I'm not touching your refrigerator, uh, Rich, um, is the fact that um, we are not in the same state. Some of us are not even in the same country and we're helping each other. So you got to find your tribe. You got to find the group that works for you. And sometimes they are not going to be in the same room. Find your tribe. Thanks for having me on the Creators Pod. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. No, seriously, tell somebody, okay? So look, we'd love it if you subscribe and do all the things, especially leave us a comment somewhere where you get your podcast. Check out our video version on our YouTube channel, The Creators Pod. The Creators Pod is produced by C22 Media. Alec Johnson, Dina Taylor, Kelly Dunn, Rich Graham, Rob Balls, and me, Michelle Lawrence. Deuce. It's going to be great when the people who are doing whatever that minor social media conference is, when they find out it's been renamed to catch 22 con. Like, it's going to be great. The one where the price never changes and the expiration date? Just <laughs> zero. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Come on, man. another funnel thing. I got got by that thing. Anyway, I hope somebody fixes that in their 2023 goals. <laughs> yes. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs>